Hello and welcome to Wellbeing Conversations with Charlotte Jamison, where I talk to parents about how they weave wellbeing into their day so that they can feel good and function well, knowing that us as parents are the greatest role models for our children. And so if we want our children to prosper, then we need to prosper ourselves. And we can do that through tiny little habits. So we'll be meeting lots of different people, everyday people, uh, to see what they do. I'll be asking people their five top key things that they do that have the, the smallest things that they can do that have the largest impact to their health and well-being. Um, so hopefully we'll keep it to about three. Maybe it might expand out to about five or six, depending on who I speak to and what they do. Um, but this is, yep, it's no right or wrong in terms of I should be doing this and I should be doing that. It's really about saying, hey, this works for this person. Do you think it'll work for you? Um, it might. If it does, great, give it a go. If it doesn't, let's try something else. No hard and fast rule with health and wellbeing. We're all different uh, with different family dynamics and um, yeah, different economics, uh, different geography. So you do what uh, works for you and get real for you. So I thought I would just start the ball rolling with me and we'll talk about my top three wellbeing habits. Now, as a wellbeing consultant, um, you'd want to hope that I've got a few wellbeing habits stored away, and I certainly do. So it's very, 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 very hard for me to pick the top three. But I just my aim is to keep these short and simple conversations and something, um, yeah, less. I always find less is more. So uh, the top key thing that I would say um, in terms of wellbeing would be my emotional wellbeing through sleep. And so prioritizing my sleep is probably the, um, the smallest thing I can do for the biggest impact. Do I always get it right? No, I do not. Uh, it's not always within my control and I don't always get it right. But I know that that's probably the biggest thing that I could do. So what does that look like in a typical day for me to prioritize sleep? It actually looks like getting the kids fed on time, getting them bathed, whatever, and them into bed. Because then um, I, I'm able to, you know, get my, my own self sorted. Um, it certainly doesn't work when I've got, you know, when I'm playing a, you know, a late hockey game or um, if I go out to dinner and those sorts of things. But on a typical day, uh, it, I prioritize sleep by getting the kids into bed and by setting this alarm, this sleep curfew. And it says, if I know my chronotype, so my chronotype works best if I'm in bed by 9, 9.30 and waking up around 5, 5.30. <clears throat> That's what works for me. That's my chronotype. So I'm, I'm, I'm larkish. Um, and if I'm in that chronotype, in that rhythm, then I'm, I'm certainly at my best. So work out what chronotype you are and yeah, how you can um, manipulate your sleep time uh, in order to fit within that chronotype. So that's sleep. Um, then the, the second wellbeing habit for me would be making sure that I have social. Um, so with social, I get positive emotions um, and, and this feeling of connection. Uh, so really hard when you're a, you know, a working parent to fit in socialization. So I focus on when I am social. Um, and that might be in pickups and drop-offs. I know it sounds really lame, but um, I actually really, really love connecting with other parents on the pickups and drop-offs. 
um, at school. I also really love, um, you know, having the WhatsApp group with my, my, my nearest and dearest friends and just checking in and, 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 and um, keeping up with them in that sort of a sense. A phone call, a dinner, um, I really try and make sure that throughout my day I've had some sort of social connection with um, a friend. And that includes my partner, my best friend. So um, yeah, I, I, you know, finding time to connect uh, with him. So um, we, <laughs> we like to massage each other's feet on the couch at the end of the night. Um, it's just really relaxing and it's just a point of we're safe, we're home, it's the end of the day and we're connecting with each other. So that's what we choose to do. My third wellbeing habit, <clears throat> and this really, I'm gonna try and encapsulate <laughs> a few little things within this, but it's mindfulness. Um, and I really know when I'm not doing enough, um, having enough time dedicated towards mindfulness because just like it's all happening in my head. So making sure that I fit mindfulness in. So how I do these things is I, I have an informal practice and I have a formal practice. So my informal practice is really making sure that I can notice, um, you know, the, the, the environment that I'm in. Um, so if, say I'm doing a walk or I'm um, uh, waiting in a, in, a, in a queue somewhere, I just notice. I notice, you know, notice how I'm feeling in my body, but then I notice my surroundings, and that's that's the way I sort of put in informal mindfulness practice. I also weave in informal mindfulness practices that are actually they're they're quite formalised because they're a ritual. Um, around dinner time, we all ask each other rosebud thorns. So, what's been your rose for today? What's been something really great that's happened that you can reflect on and savour that positive emotion? Um, what's a bud? What are you looking forward to? Because that's really a boost for your emotional health. If you can have something to look forward to. And, um, and it, within this, it's, it's, it's gratitude as well, what you're appreciating. Um, and then a thorn. And so this is where I weave in my growth mindset and, and learning. Because um, we talk about what was your thorn today? Did you make a mistake? Did you fail at something? Um, did you, you know, did you have a really yucky experience? And can we lean into that, not repress it because what you resist persists, right? So lean into it. Um, what went wrong? You know, what did we learn? And how can we move on? How can we just and, and, and move on from there? So some incredible conversations um, come out of that little daily ritual with, with the family. And it doesn't have to always be at dinner time. If we haven't done it at dinner, we'll squeeze it in at bedtime or bath time or something. But usually it's, it's around the, the food, um, the dinner time. Uh, so, yeah, that's the other part of mindfulness. And then I, um, I like to start my day with mindful moments. So if I'm not sort of up before the kids and, and doing some sort of exercise, um, the kids are usually in with me um, in having a cuddle. And so I'm really mindful about their tiny little bodies because um, they won't be tiny for too much longer. So I'm really mindful about, you know, what it feels like to snuggle them and their little giggles or their, their little pets. Like it's, it's just, you know, it's, um, it's magic moments and I, and, I breathe, and I focus on my breath and I focus on those, those, little, those little people who I get to cuddle and snuggle. Um, and I also weave in mindfulness um, at the end of the day. Um, so before I go to bed, um, depending on my tired factor, hopefully I can fit in, you know, a good 30 minutes. Sometimes it's, it's sort of only 10 before I start to really get a bit too sleepy. 
um, but it's just having that routine of slowing down, relaxing, tuning in, coming into my body before I um, settle down for sleep. Uh, another place where I can weave in some formal mindfulness practice is getting to meetings or um, to um, you know training workplaces early um, so that I can have that five minutes because if I try and do it at home I just get interrupted so if I can have like five minutes um, wherever I am at the location which is probably why you see me do a lot of videos um, from the car because that's usually my happy place is, is it's me and I'm just having my um, my mindful moment there so I usually try and squeeze in a bit of a meditation um, before I head out to a client and those sorts of things. So they're the three key um, well-being habits that I'd like to put forward. Um, obviously, I do you know a whole lot more, but for me, I feel like they are the the, the three things that have really made a big impact um, for me. So that's sleep, in a nutshell, prioritizing sleep, um, making sure that I have connection with my loved ones, so a bit of socialization, positive emotions with that. And what did I say my last one was? <laughs> Mindfulness. Um, so in all forms, in um, informal and formal types of forms. So I hope that helps. And I'm really looking forward to uh, learning about everybody else's day and how they weave wellbeing into it. Um, something that I want to end these conversations with is a little note to say if something has been inspiring, please... Um, dive right in, but please make sure that you keep it tiny. Okay, tiny is mighty when we come to habits. Um, don't try and, for instance, oh, they run, running's great. Don't try and run 15Ks if you've not run 15Ks before. Um, let's really focus on just putting your sneakers on. <laughs> let's really focus on just, you know, getting out the door and around the block for once. Let's just keep it small so that you actually do it and then you gain momentum and then you can um, achieve you know the habit as you go along so tiny is mighty keep it small if you're going to do one of these things and and just focus on one thing at a time don't try and like you know write everything i'm going to do it all i'm going to do it all because you won't because life is busy and that's not real uh, so just do one thing and keep note of the other things and just slowly get through them so what i'm going to ask at the end of each conversation is i'm going to ask the um the person I'm having a chat to is, what is your tradition? What is your little family tradition? Um, it doesn't have to be big. So for us, um, our little family tradition is homemade pizzas on a Friday night. <laughs> and um, this is the one dinner that everyone says I cook well. Literally get, uh, hand, uh, you know, bought um, wraps and bought <laughs> pizza sauce and bought ham and bought cheese and I put it all together but that makes me a really good cook, apparently. So um, I'm gonna take it, take the win. And everybody looks forward to pizza night, Friday night, and it's, it's a semi-healthy way of eating pizza. And it's, um, yeah, it's just nice. It's, it's actually easier for me because I don't have to think about anything on a Friday night. Um, but it's a nice little routine, little habit, little tradition that we have. Well, I hope that's been really helpful. And I'm, um, yeah, looking forward to, uh, to going on the ride with you. See you soon.